time for the 360 round. We're ready to talk all things fintech. Joining us now, Dan Dolev, Managing Director, Senior Analyst, Fintech Equity Research at Mizuho Securities USA, and Michael Miller, Equity Analyst, Morningstar. Great to see you both. So I'm getting a sense you both love SoFi, which I definitely would like to talk about. Dan, you have a note out and you're cutting darling Visa. You're out on Visa. Why is that, Dan? Oh, no. Yeah, we're, we're out. Uh, thank you, Cole. Always great to be on the show. Look, I think we, we thought about it deeply, and I think the main issue with, with Visa right now is that almost half of their growth historically has come from cash-to-card conversions. So more people using cards, say, in year one versus uh, using it in year zero, and that's driven almost you know half of their growth. Uh, Post-COVID, we've seen such a massive decline in, in uh, cash usage, which, which makes us think based on the data that we see that the runway is so much shorter now than it was say in 2019, at least in the US, which basically makes us think, hey, what is sort of the terminal growth of Visa today? And, and the conclusion is that it's much smaller than it was. So I think that's like the main issue. There, there's other issues like buy now, pay later, et cetera. But that's like the one number one issue is cash to card conversion. The runway has gotten so right. short that it's hard for us to model beyond say, you know, 2026, 2027. Yeah, understood. Okay, and so um, Michael, when you take a look, I know you like both SoFi and also Marketa. Tell us why you like these names. Why are they standouts in, in a pretty big field of players? Yeah, sure. So really the core of it is that both firms are kind of, they benefit from a lot of these broad trends we're seeing within finance and within this FinTech space. So SoFi, for example, is really trying to be a, a full-service um, personal finance company all done through your mobile app. And as people transition towards digital banking, a process that has been accelerated the pandemic, they were a core beneficiary. Um, even not only through their own platform, but really just the whole system-wide through their ownership of Galileo, which has around 80 million different accounts now as a um, banking as a service provider. Um, then you look at Marketa, which is a card as a service platform that really powers some of a lot of these really uh, big fintech trends. So buy now, pay later, your crypto backed debit cards um, block. And as the um, transaction volume on these different products and cards increases, Marketa naturally benefits. Um, so really these two companies really have the, ta the um, tailwinds behind them and valuations really have compressed. So we've seen a pretty severe sell off across the entire fintech space. Mm -hmm. Do you think that uh, SoFi, um, Michael, just quickly, I mean, SoFi today, first of all, tech has come back, right? NASDAQ is having its second up day. People are getting back into tech after it's been beaten down for the last uh, week and a half, let's say. Um, this name was above $25 at one point for SoFi. Where do you see it going, Michael? Sure. My um, price target at the moment is 22 so pretty decent upside over the current price around 14 So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dan, what do you think? Because I know SoFi was always one of your best of the group, right? I mean, and today it's at 4%, just under $14. Where is it going and why? Yeah, I, I actually, on this one, I agree. And, and I think that SoFi, when you look at the fundamentals, like SoFi is basically one of the few names in fintech, in, in our coverage at least, that in the third quarter has seen pretty much every KPI, every metric get better. And I think that's a rarity because we've seen a lot of deceleration across the board. With SoFi, we've seen all these metrics like you know revenue per member or 
you know, numbers of products per user, they're all trending upwards. And I think that that's to me, you know, we, we're, we, we keep our, you know, research very close to the fundamentals. This, this makes me very, very happy about SoFi. And, and I spoke about this before, you know, they work with an Israeli um, startup named Pagaya. And what happens there is it helps them actually get better, um, you know, AI driven access to uh, mortgages and helps them basically improve their, their, their uh, approval rate versus if they didn't have that. So they have like 170 data scientists in Israel who are actually there, um, you know, monitoring and making sure that you're, you're not, you're, you're approving uh, people that sometimes would not get approved. So I think that they have a competitive advantage in terms of their mortgage originations mm -hmm. over other providers using Pagaya. What's your price target on SoFi, Dan? Um, I, it's in the 20s as well. Oh, in the 20s as well. Yeah, like I was saying, it had been over $22 just recently, and, it, and it's been a winner. But Dan, you, unlike Michael, you don't love Marketa. You have a neutral on Marketa. Tell me why. Yeah, Marketa is not, you know, it's not that bad. It's just the issue that we've had with Marketa is that the two things. First, you know, a huge part of their revenues right now comes from uh, Square, right? So they're very tied to Square's performance. So you would argue, you know, why not just own Square if you're bullish on Marketa, right? It's it's over 70% of revenues yeah. are, are tied to Square and the cash app. That's number one. Number two, the reason that we were, uh, that we had reservations about Marketa is that the, the take rate or the yield if you look at sort of if you kind of do that deep dive, so to say, and you look at the take rate um, in terms of like what the business did, excluding Square, that has been somewhat challenged uh, historically. So I think that what we were worried about is that eventually there's a couple outcomes. One, that right. that yield might continue to get worse. And then that Square eventually down the road, say in 2024, may or may not renegotiate yeah. uh, to a lower yield. So there's some headwinds coming then. But overall, it's okay. really not, you know, it's not as bad. Right, and you have other names that you like more. Wax and Block and ADP and Fiserv um, are some of your recent buys um, that I saw on your note, Dan. Final thought, Michael? Yeah, it's, um, you know, I, it's, he, he is correct. I would kind of subscribe that sort of Block as being the core risk point for Marketa. Um, but even in general, I think the whole FinTech space is it's um, a Pretty decent opportunity at the moment, given how severe the clients we've seen. And it is kind of um, there are a lot of really good secure um, firms that have been kind of thrown out with the bathwater, and there is an opportunity right. to um, pick through. Yeah, did you like some of the others that he advised on, such as ADP, PayPal, Wex, uh, Block, which is Square? Um, he kept Ma Mastercard. Dan still has a Mastercard as a buy. <laughs> Final thought. A, a quick thought, Michael. Yeah, so we still like um, MasterCard, um, a little more so than Visa. Uh, I think we're a little more conservative on PayPal and Block, still just on evaluation concern um, after the really substantial increase. They're still pretty far above their uh, start 2021 values. So. Okay, I'm going to leave it right there. Dan Dolev, Mizuho, Michael Miller, Morningstar. Thank you both very, very much. Always great to see you. Thank you. Likewise.